Chapter 1 We'd traveled for days to reach California, and it takes only hours to steam from San Francisco to Point Lucia, but from the moment we heaved over the first of a thousand waves, I knew that this stretch would take me farthest from the home I'd so precipitously left behind. At first we pushed through a cold fog, guided only by the uneven clang of buoy bells, Standing on deck, I couldn't make out even the surface of the water. But, in an hour or so, the sun began to filter through, revealing a picturesque coast of soft hills and low bluffs. Dolphins, not fish, my husband said, but mammals, just like us, arched in and out of the water beside us, shifting direction miraculously as one, as if attached by strings, Oscar seemed to be racing along with them, one minute sitting beside me and holding my hand, the next hurrying to the rail, then off to have a word with the captain, then back to me to point out some feature of the landscape, or to inform me of some remarkable attribute of the vessel, or to hold before me an enormous toothy fish one of the sailors had caught off the stern, its eye still alert and admonishing. At last I had to beg him to be less solicitous and allow me to weather the wretched waves in peace. Along one stretch I spotted a lighthouse and a pretty white cottage glowing together on a lush green lawn. I was able to hope for a minute that it might be ours. No, that'd be Pino's, a sailor said. A woman kept that lighthouse, he told me, assisted by her Chinese manservant, The woman was from China, too, although she was white. The sailor claimed she kept racehorses, grew roses, spoke Italian, and played sonatas on the pianoforte. She doesn't sing opera? I was thoroughly seasick by this time, and so, although I meant to be amusing, I must not have hit the proper tone, for the sailor only frowned, considering whether the white Chinese lady might lay claim to this refinement as well. Some distance on, the landscape changed. The soft hills shouldered aside by steep and ragged mountains that didn't so much approach the sea as bang against it. Pieces of these mountains had broken off, littering the water with jagged black rocks and leaving wounds hundreds of feet high and gaping. Impossible to heal. There's Lucia, the sailor said casually, politely ignoring the fact that I was bent over the rail. I lifted my eyes for my first look at the lighthouse to which we'd been assigned, my new home. It stood, three-quarters of the way up the side of a small mountain, a moro, the sailor called it. A rough, brown breast attached to the land by only a spit of sand. Point Lucia had no lawn, no white cottage, and no roses. Above the light, at the very top, stood a gray, gabled hulk, built of the sort of blocks used for barracks and asylums and prisons. Around the main structure, a jumble of outbuildings was scattered. No trees grew on this mountain, and the stooped and stunted few that stood along the coast to either side reached inland with their branches, as though they would flee in that direction if they could. I was loaded, along with our trunk and a number of wooden barrels and metal drums and the toothy fish, into a longboat, and rushed through the surf until the ocean finally spat us onto the beach, where the sailors emptied the boat with remarkable speed. 
Some barrels, I could tell they were empty by the ease with which the sailors swung them, and a mail pouch, full, were waiting. Once the sailors had packed the boat with these, they pushed off into the surf again, leaving Oscar and me alone. Oscar, who'd jumped into the waves to help steady us on the way in, was dripping. We look shipwrecked, I said. Not you. It was true that no water had touched me. I felt wrecked, nonetheless, standing there with my boots sinking into the sand. If appropriate dress exists for being stranded on a wild beach, my lavender gloves and dove-gray veil didn't approximate it. While Oscar tramped toward the morrow, shouting hellos with his hands cupped around his mouth, I stood by, helplessly, clutching our valise and breathing in the stink. Thick, snake-like coils lay scattered over the beach, as if an